Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast for today. We are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from December the 7th of 1991. New month, same old us, but it's also our birthday month still, Doc. Let me welcome you into the show. How are you doing? Even though we just talked for like 30 minutes as we did a uh, patron special on a very interesting topic. Yeah, well, I'm doing great. Uh, we just lubed up a little bit, got ourselves all wet in the in the crotch with a little talk there uh, about wrestling for the patrons. Tell uh, the when you what sign up about. to be a what? Oh, do what? What'd you say? I was just saying, tell the people the topic that we just discussed, which was oh, we talked about the the possibility in 1995 that uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling would have been on. Uh, the Jerry Springer show they were invited but then did not come if you want to hear more about that sign up wherever people sign up for shit like our patrons <laughs> tinyurl.com slash patreon btt that's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt Cornette said they were scheduled to go on Springer get, so we did a patron episode on it yeah I don't get mired down in the tactics of this thing I provide the strategic vision um, but yeah, I, we're waiting on Harper so that we can complete this. Uh, it's not the other half of the amulet because there's three of us, but you know, get get us together the the, the hottest three man booth in all of wrestling. Ian Riccoboni's favorite podcast. Um, what else? <laughs> yeah. show, oh man, the show that is feared but listened to in all the WWE locker rooms. So if you're well, while y'all are listening, turn this up real loud so old man Vince can hear. Uh, drafting wrestlers to the different branded shows is the dumbest shit ever. How about that? That is very stupid. Um, you just said something I never really mentioned, but I'm gonna mention it because you said it. There is talent out there in these AEW and WWE streets that are afraid to say they listen to this outlaw mud show production. I have confirmation of it. I know about it. I know some of the people, or I know of some of the people who actually listen to this pathetic show, but we're so terrible and off the wall sometimes. They can't admit it. They cannot let people know. I'm just going to say that. Um, I'll leave it at that. But our lovely friend Ian Riccoboni, he, he, he is not afraid. He is not afraid, and he, he will let it know. Let it be known. He's that, also uh, he's also one hell of a play by play guy, by the way. Not just saying that. That's the truth. 
Him and Caprice him and Caprice, him and Caprice have that have a have a hell of a booth. They they probably you know could steal Harper and be the hottest three man booth in in TV wrestling right there. I agree. I totally agree. They they now, are they are the best. Gotta, one thing you got to tell Ian and Caprice is you can't expect Harper to show up on time, <laughs> and and he's not going to be prepared. <laughs> He's, he's, they're calling a they, okay. Listen, they, they're calling an event or, or, or a show. Harper shows up midway through match. the midway through the third match. He's like, uh, "Hey, what y'all doing?" And Capri, Caprice Coleman, who's as friendly of a guy as he can be, and so is Ian. Just kind of look at him like, uh, calling wrestling. Welcome like, in. welcome in wrestling's greatest cartoon character hard body harper how you doing <laughs> oh man yes 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 gotta love it um, we've, we've well and so let's just give everybody the daily update since we will share everything we know uh i did not have soccer practice to attend tonight i uh, got a sick kid well not sick asymptomatic strep throat figure that one out yeah, I'm not trying to. But she also see. has pink eye. Oh, but great. her eyes are completely clean. All right. I, I don't know. I can't figure oh. out. But I didn't have socks. So Just you reach text. out to the superstar and you're like, "Hey, we got a window here where we don't have to start at ten till midnight. We could get this thing going." And he said, "Okay." He's on. He just texted. And that was it. He's on. He just texted. Seven so, minutes late, dude. That's pretty um, good. That's pretty good for him. <laughs> Only seven wow. minutes. Yep, I'm conversing him now. While I'm waiting on him, oh, there he is. What's hey. up, man? Nothing. What y'all oh. doing? Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're recording the the podcast now. Um, we're trying to get you a job here, by the way. What? Well, you've done TV wrestling before, haven't you? I Comment guess. Here. Yeah. You're not supposed to say I guess, Harper. Yeah, First, one, of course one, I one, one, you've, you've, you've literally done television commentary, so you yeah, have that's to. Kind of, that's kind of a binary <laughs> question there. Okay, so we're trying to get you a gig with um, Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman to be the uh, third guy in the booth. Okay. All right. When's the last time you watched Ring of Honor? Uh. uh... During not real- COVID, uh, when okay. it used to come on stadium, I used to watch it on air when uh, Shane Can- Taylor was on air. Okay. Can you imagine Harper in a job interview? Why do you want to work here? I don't know. I don't think I really do. <laughs> I, I, I mean, do you really? Come on. When I said, when I said, when's the last time you watched Ring of Honor? All you had to say was, oh, man, I love it. I watch it all the time. Well, he still works at Ring of Honor? Uh, goddamn pal pronoun. Who's he? Ian uh, Riccoboni. Y- yes, he's he, he's the play-by-play commentator. <laughs> he he he's the play, he's the play-by-play commentator. He's he still works there. Yes. I thought one of them went and worked with WWE. Nope. They used to they used to work with uh, Ring of Honor. Then Kevin Kelly's in New Japan. Okay. Carino, Carino went to the performance center. Right. But I don't, 
I don't know who I'm thinking about because I heard something. Yeah. Are, are, are you think, of, he of could wrestling. be thinking of Nigel. He could be thinking of Nigel McGuinness. Oh, but. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Is he in speaking WWE now? Oh, go ahead, Hawk. Go ahead, Doc. Uh, have you seen the lineup, and are you excited about the new season of uh, Dark Side of the Ring? JYD is going to be on there. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I, it didn't look like it at first. Dude, but I heard I saw they filed a fucking bankruptcy. Chapter yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm I'm too dumb to know business, what that means. Filing for bankruptcy doesn't really mean much. What did you just say? If you're white, <laughs> yeah, yes. it's like that <laughs> show uh, Secession. Yeah, all you're doing is getting yourself protected from your creditors so that you can stiff some motherfuckers. Right? Wow. You're just walls up. You put wow. <laughs> That's right. You're putting on a, con- a business condom. You shall not pass. So, according to Wikipedia, Doc, the Candido and Tammy episode is the first one that's going to air on May 30th. So, do we need to set a a date to uh, review that one? Because that that needs to be discussed. First of all, it should just be about her because she was the fuck up. I totally agree. I don't. Well, yeah, she's a bad influence. I mean, because he was just a fucking regular dude. He was a dude. Well, he was a wrestler. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean. I mean, what did he do to deserve to be on dark side of the fucking ring, bro? True. Well, I want to see the Adrian Adonis. Tracy Smothers. I can't help but I got to say this. Tracy Smothers, when he had his own podcast, he went off on her on one episode. He oh, said, God. you fucking bitch. Chris Candido was too good for your whore ass. He'd still he went, be alive if it weren't for you. Bruh, That's he what went they said. off on Everyone her. Everyone that knew him said that he was a good guy. It's just, Everybody. He just, he just got emotionally attached to someone who had character flaws, as just Judy would say. <laughs> well, haven't we all? I, when I, <laughs> when I was talking, all currently? When I was talking to, to Tracy at Wildcat, yeah. I, I was talking to him about Chris that night. He started tearing up. There you yeah. go. He was, I would he's tear like, up too if I had to talk to you in person, though. You're an asshole. So, you know that. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I want to see the Marty Jannetty one though. Yeah, I mean, he's a fuck up, but <laughs> does he deserve to be on the dark side of the ring? And like, his uh, fuck ups aren't like wrestler fuck ups. Right. They're like, it's like the crackhead that hangs out in front of the Seven Eleven fuck ups. It's stuff that it's it's the bridge that we won't cross. Right. I guess they're like scratching. They're like, damn, okay. What can we do one on? Dude, you know that's going to be a train wreck, though, that episode. Oh, how could it not be? And it's going to be it's going to be 15 gentlemen wrestlers saying Marty Jannetty was amazing in the ring, but God, what a... I mean, he did himself in. But the thing is, he he's still alive. He never OD'd, as far as we know. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't that force we know. himself on anyone. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he makes some weird comments about Bruh. That's what I'm saying. Daughter he, in, he does like crackhead. He makes the kind of comments on Twitter that you come out the next day and say one of two things. I got hacked or I mixed, <laughs> I mixed my Ambien with some other things. And yeah. I something, I that, mean, something, dude, like, like comedian. Here's my thing. Because I'm in the 
weird comedy sometimes i think like things just don't offend me i I laugh at stuff that probably isn't funny but the world is so crazy if i don't laugh i'll go crazy so marty janetti though he says shit that it's it's sick like there's nothing funny so and i'm saying that because i laugh at stuff some comedians say that i'm like oh some people would say that's sick but janetti just crosses the line of just morals that you shouldn't cross he starts talking about his daughter and underage women i'm like bro you uh, are you, something you are a daughter, i don't know bro he's making this shit up that's maybe he but here's the thing harper even if i didn't have a daughter like that's just not something i'm making up like i think he's yeah. sick in the head a little yeah. hey let's Let's go out into the field and find a dead dog and fuck it. Wait, Come what on. did you say? You know, right? I, yeah. You know, is that a joke? That's not funny. Like, you know. Yeah. Wh- yeah. What's What's wrong with you? Yeah. And, and that's what I'm afraid of. Was well, Doc, mean? we we got to oh, do this. Uh, so what did Adrian Adonis do? Well, well he got real, real fat, and then he got in trouble with Vince, and that's when they made him the gay character. Because I liked his character when he was down in Southwest yeah. in San Antonio when he was the champ down there and he was the biker. Right. That, he, he had a the good whole, gimmick. The like, whole leather down. gimmick. Yeah, then he yeah. got super fat and he, he yeah, with the flower shop. And he so I don't the, know, man. I don't know much about him other than that because I was kind of young. So right. I guess we've got to watch the show and find out. I mean, yeah, I mean, all I know is him feuding with Piper with a WrestleMania three and and a beefcake cutting his hair. It's, there you go. The, the the lineup is interesting. Like, I do obviously want to see the Chris and Tammy episode. And, God, they better make Chris look like a saint and her look like the evil person she is. Uh, Magnum, that'll be interesting. But, I mean, I don't know if we'll literally learn anything new. I mean, we know what happened. We know the outcome. Yeah, that's the thing, like, Magnum, okay, you know. It got into a car wreck. Yeah, you but know. it's gonna, it'll probably show him like afterwards in the struggles and shit. Now he's like, you know, all that. But that's not Here's really the, a dark side of the ring. Who cares? It's better than everything else on TV Sports. except sports. <laughs> um, let me continue. You got Magnum. I'm with Hopper. I don't. The thing about the Magnum story is we know there's nothing. I just don't see right. us learning anything just, from it. It yeah. was Man, I ain't trying to go to school. I'm trying to be entertained. Okay. It was a tragic fucking accident. It was a tragic yeah. car wreck. You know? And okay. It's it's not like no one OD'd or someone, you know, like fucking Grizzly Adams type shit. What uh Grizzly Smith. Smith. Yeah. Oh, kind my of, God. I, oh, you just made me angry uh, this uh, hearing that fucking name like him. Pervert. All right, so we got Adrian Adonis, Doink the Clown. I'm assuming that's mostly Matt Bourne. Okay. Yeah, so why is that on there? I'm, but, well, I'm in. I'm assuming that's Matt. Bo- I'm I'm assuming it's for what he did to that bear. Um, <laughs> no, Matt Bourne did actually worse things, and I wouldn't put that. That ironically, that's one thing I wouldn't blame on Matt Bourne is the 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 bear cruelty and the bear pissing on the ramp at at uh uh whatever pay per view that was. But was he accused of sleeping with an underage girl or something? Uh, he 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 was just not a good person. <laughs> leave it at that i don't want to get and into we'll the, watch the show and talk about it yeah jyd obviously i mean i kind of know what they're going to talk about but me and sparks the transformer yeah. we're going to do a show on that marty Janetti, we just talked about 
crack. Yeah, I mean, with JYD, uh, obviously. I mean, now it's just kind of like, okay, like random crackheads and people that were in tragic accidents. Okay, well, what about Bigelow? You got Bam Bam Bigelow. I think that'll be interesting. I mean, what the fuck did he do? Lots of drugs and then dr- drowned, right? That's how he died? Didn't he? I or thought somebody... his head caught on fire. You see, <laughs> this is why we can't have... <laughs> all right I, the next one no no you are <laughs> abdullah the butcher boy i need him painted like the jackass and pitiful person he is why send him some money i mean do we need to get into the bruiser brody dark side episode and abdullah's lack of transparency no he's like no comment i ain't seen shit well, he lied in it, according to Tony Atlas. Like he, he basically did wasn't as truthful as he needed to be, from what Tony right. Atlas uh, said. No, uh, Bigelow OD'd. Okay, that sounds like drowned. What are you getting that from? Now, um, what do you, you deal yeah. on pills? No, it wasn't that he drowned. He received. It was in 2000. He got burns on 40% of his body when he was rescuing kids from a fire. You see? That's yeah. how he died? No. That's where the tattoos came from. Oh, y'all are being shit, stupid now. Shit was real. You lit the human torch. I'm tired of hearing about Bash at the Beach 2000, so I don't know that episode. What? That's the figure of Poker Doom? Um, no, isn't that the. It now I'm now I'm getting my fucking that's lines why crossed. This company's in this sh- sh- sorry <laughs> shit it's in. Right, that's the um Je- that's the Jared and Hulk Hogan thing, right? I guess, bro. That's that's what I thought that one was. At, at this point, bro. That's what I'm How saying. How many times can you keep rolling around the same fucking turd? Because bro? the new pe- because the new the new. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the gold we get just by, just by mentioning topics. Dude, I'm tired of hearing about Austin 316 and the NWO and Andre the fuck. Yeah, we know you could put a hard boiled egg that was. We, we know, we know. Fuck. But nobody did anything interesting for 20 years. So what are you going to talk about? I know that's what's fucked up. You yeah, Bash at the. Bash of the Beach 2000 was the Hogan Jarrett thing, and um, that's when Booker then came out and and wrestled Jarrett. Booker T doesn't become world champion if not for that. That's the irony behind that. But um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I've heard this story a million times. Now, yeah. Doc, I know you want to hear this one: the Graham family. I wouldn't or, mind that. Because that's one that I mean, like old people know about, like us, and but that's a, that, that's a dark side of the ring. Say it again, Doc. Eddie Graham is a fascinating character. Yeah, the boys, the, those, the boys' ranch, and all that. <sighs> the boys' ranch. That's yeah, where we, the down boys go. <laughs> Whoa! He's on fire Whoa. tonight. Look out! He's got a he. He has figured out how to locate his fastball early, and now, <laughs> now he's going to be trouble Look for out. the rest of the way. Well, uh, real quick before we get into the main show, but the Graham family is an interesting one because of 
I mean, they just all killed themselves. But um, before we get into December 7th of 91, a big shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, my children, Joe Ice, good old Justin for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. And then uh, one new Patreon shout out, Brent. Thanks for becoming a Hall of Fame BTC patron, annual patron. I sent you an email a few days before this airs regarding your BTC Hall of Fame Pro S&T's gift card. Let me know if you didn't get the email. Just wanted to let you know I sent that. All right, well, here we go. We are talking uh, December 7, 1991. And this show is a combination of numerous shows. What I mean by that is it appears the tapings were from several different areas. Georgia Mountain Center, Center Stage, Macon Coliseum, the Armory in Perry, Florida. When I looked up match results, I found all of these matches scattered across various venues. Uh, the show opens with Steamboat, and he is wrestling Bobby Eaton. It's a tag match where Arn was Eaton's partner, obviously, and Steamboat was tagging with his partner, Dustin. And JR then is in front of a green screen intro in the show. Doc, any thoughts on the opening of this thing? My first note here was I want to see more of that match, and then I think we do. A little bit, so to say. Yeah. So JR intros the show in front of the green screen. We go directly to Rick Steiner versus Greg Sawyer. Doc, what are your thoughts on this uh, five-star Matt Classic? You ever notice how on this that Rick Steiner's singlet looks like a older lady's dress from 1987? It looks like a rude dog fucking shirt or something. How do you, how do you think Rick Steiner thinks about Johnny B. Bad? Stop. I don't want to. I don't know. Come on. Stop. What are we we doing? Why does Scott Steiner have to leave? Because he only had a one night manager's license? I don't don't know. You could see some old broad back then in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Trying to to stay young, but wearing that pattern on a dress to church. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) That's definitely. My really God divorced. is an awesome God. My God is an awesome. Bruh. Like, is there no... a God that's not awesome? It's like, yeah, my God's all right. You know, he's, <laughs> he's mid. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> he has his good days and his bad yeah. days. He's like an average human being, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's all right. He just fucking drinks a little too much. <laughs> Doc, I had a note for this bump right here. Rick yeah. Steiner sends this guy into the corner. And then picks him up for a suplex. And the the look on this guy's face is like, I don't know what's coming, but I just can't control it. <laughs> this is some bullshit. That's the look on his face. Tossed him like a rag doll. Keep and, it going because I, I had 302 with damn. He's like, hey, look at me. I just threw him. Yeah. He, he just, I mean, Greg Sawyer is not a small it dude. Is. Here, Here's a uh, gut wrench. Uh, power bomb, I guess, of sorts, or slam into the corner, actually. Oh. Yeah, he's just tossing this dude around, man. And Greg Bastard. Sawyer's Greg Sawyer's got a, you know. Luke Steiner. He's a, <laughs> he's a decent build, especially for, like, a normal dude. He doesn't look like a jobber's jobber. No. Today's Greg Sawyer won't won't get over on you. <laughs> With the space he invades, gets by on you. Who's that, Mike? I don't freaking know. What the hell is this? <laughs> White people are in control right now. Look out. <laughs> Next thing you know, we'll be colonizing shit and taking all the natural resources. Well, yeah. like you told me one time, the white man's had a long run. <laughs> 
We've had this strap for a few hundred years. <laughs> a few hundred? Well, I was well, trying to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, here it is. Belly to belly off the second rope. Steiner tosses this poor bastard in. Is going to win. And that was that. Doc, any other thoughts? Rick Steiner is looking impressive. That he is. That he is. All right. So uh, we Fucking go to. Mega a, Man. I mean, uh, Metroid. Metroid. We go to a series of commercials. We come back from commercials. And uh, Jim Ross throws us the footage from Thanksgiving night at the Omni. Because remember, this is December 7th, man. We're in the middle of the holidays. Thanksgiving night at the Omni with Sting versus Rick Rude. Um, it, we don't obviously get this full match. We're just going to see about a, maybe about two minutes of it. Um, let me go to you, Doc, before I go through the close of this from okay. uh, Thanksgiving night at the Omni. Um, JR calls Heyman a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> Come on. It's not very classy. Um was... by the way, I don't care if this works for TV from the floor. This is correct wrestling lighting. Dude, this is what it looks like when I was a kid going to there the house go. shows. That's right. This is the right way to present wrestling. Yeah, I mean when you went to a show when you were young, this is this is it. One big old yeah, spotlight. The... And it had that when you were sitting in the crowd. I don't know, man. It was just something about how good it looked, because yeah. like all the attention was on that one twenty by twenty, or in this case, probably a yeah. You go. Here's the thing. You go. You go see Metallica right now. We ain't lighting up the crowd. Yeah. Right. We go to see a movie. We're not lighting up the crowd. You put the focus on what you went to see. Even when I would go like to the Superdome, which was a huge building, they had the light just shining on the ring, and that was it. One little light bulb hanging down to keep it lit. Um, Lakefront Arena was great for that too, Hopper. Like yeah. back in the day, they they could light just that ring up. And well, you yeah. watched Will Rogers Coliseum in World Class. They did that. Yeah. Is that building still there? No. I think it's the Dickies Arena now. Is that's it? what the Dickies Arena is? I thought no, they rebuilt they, it. I'm, that's not true because they re, they built the Dickies Arena from from the ground up. That's yeah. what I was thinking. It's no. Raw was in Fort Worth last night. Yeah. At the Dickies Arena. Yeah, fucking Dickies Arena. Fucking work shirts. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Man, unemployment's at four percent. Everybody's working. Uh, they can't. Is that located in Dallas, Fort Worth? It's in Fort Worth by the stockyard, so it's got that big cowboy presence. So Dickies works over there for that. Yeah, well, Dickies. Look, is, yeah. is there a corporate office there? What does that have to do with shit? No, that don't. Yeah, you don't. I mean, yeah, because it, it's you I go mean, where the money's just, at, not where the office yeah. is. Well, the one you just call it Justin Boots Arena. Then, oh, come on, because they didn't pay the as fucking... much money as Dickies did. Hopper, That's true, huh? The Superdome was called the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Mercedes doesn't have that's a. That's a Mercedes, though. That's a. That's a. Oh, it so doesn't matter. Like the brand on the, the fucking work shirts that, that the asshole that fucking Speedy wears. <laughs> Hopper, the brand on the building has nothing to do with if the corporation is near there. Yeah, well, all it has. They got the all of the King Center. Okay, that's just ironic. That has nothing to do with anything. The right, Caesar's well, here, here Superdome. Caesar's is nowhere near. Hey, 
Okay. We're thrilled to share that Dickies will be moving into our new global headquarters in downtown Fort Worth in 2023, says Lance Miller, Dickies global brand president. I thought he was about to say Lance Peterson. <laughs> Director when of did Hopper Flyers. become a Hopper? Hopper, Hopper does job interviews he doesn't want. And all of a sudden, he's an expert in brand management and I'm corporation logos on stadiums. I could see if the. See, my thing is, if you're going to name a stadium after something, it should at least be a local fucking deal. Or they got something to do with that area. Have you not heard of the free market? I know, but still, though. If you were going to sell your ass, would you sell it locally or would you sell it to the highest bidder? Oh, come on. (laughs) All right. On that note, Sting hits a stinger splash and then puts Rude in the Scorpion Deathlock, but Paul Lee is distracting the ref in this match. And Medusa comes in and kicks Sting while he's got the hold on. Um, but Sting is really holding his own, and Sting presses Rude over the top rope. We saw that a second ago. This is, I kind of got scared if you watch this clip again. Watch Sting lift Rude up. And I was like, Rude's about to go head over ass. Watch. Uh-huh. It, it looks scary for a second when he's tossing him. and But then Rude kind of oh, corrects it. It looked like it was about How to be a disaster. How high is Rude falling from there? Uh, well, I mean, the ring is ten feet. Yeah, yeah. He's ring's probably four. Fuck, I better fucking change my body and just bump. That's probably yeah. what I'm about to do. Yeah, he's coming from about. To, I mean, Sting's six feet easy, and he's got him pressed over his head. And that ring's good three and a half feet off the yeah. ground too. Four feet. I can't stand those fucking low rings, bro. Oh God. I don't like them either. The ones that are like two feet off the fucking ground. I hate that. Because it doesn't give you enough time to react to your fall if you're going out there. Oh, no. It sounds crazy, but it doesn't. But anyway, Paul Lee is now in the ring. Um, Sting gets Paul's phone, and uh, he hits rude with it. Um, There's a bunch of shenanigans at the end of this. And anyway, long story short, rude wins via DQ because Sting used Paul Lee's phone. But rude attacks Sting's knee with a chair as the bell is ringing. Um Hey, we only got to see like two minutes of this. That's what I miss. I miss when they start cheating and a guy keeps ringing a bell. Then about 30 seconds later, he rings it again. Then he waits and he rings it again. It adds urgency without having to fucking do anything. Yeah, that ship sailed. (laughs) I got got two notes about this sequence as well. What's that? I popped when Medusa was crossing herself in the ring. That was a nice little touch and that's a shoot chair bro yeah that's like a yeah because it's got a pad on it what do you mean it's a shoot chair doc i'm confused that chair will mess you up oh well yeah it's got the seat but it's really heavy duty metal right the cushion on and it, the, the frame i'm gonna say not. something that that you know i don't always say out loud I think Rick Rude is energized staying here. Well, you get the right dance partner. Things improve. Well, huh? I think he's got one here. Yeah, That's right. I'm not disagreeing with you. It's to my mate of like one of those matches they used to have on the videotapes. Like the best matches of 92. Yeah. The fuck is that? I don't know what I just skipped through. It was a commercial. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc, on that match? No. I'm glad we got to see it. 
I don't care where it came from. I don't care if this show is like a collage. I like what I just saw. Yeah, I'll take that. I mean, yeah, you're I all mean, worried about continuity. I mean, when else can you see Sting versus Rick Rude on fucking on fucking regular TV? Exactly. You need. You're like all worried about continuity and shit. This is WCW. That that ship sailed a long time ago. That yeah. ship sailed when Luger or whatever was in the hospital. Okay, you love this so much. What you think about this fucking replay right here, then asshole? Well, my oh. next thing was Bischoff needs some fresh content. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he, he had that tune <laughs> change quick because the WCW <laughs> magazine segment with Eric Bischoff he throws to a replay from Halloween Havoc with Rick Rude when he debuted as the Halloween Phantom, and then the announcement of the Dangerous Alliance members. They replay all of that. The next. Like five minutes is nothing but replays and so he's telling you about continuity and here and how he don't mind so i'm gonna just skip through all that now i will say this much uh they did show a promo of starcade 91 and battle bowl the lethal lottery boy promos will be cut when we get to that that's all i'm gonna say now and i'll repeat that a few times we then come back from commercial and we go to terry taylor versus scott allen JR is speculating on Taylor being done with the York Foundation because he comes out by himself and there is no Alexander York, nor is there Thomas Rich or uh, Richard Morton. Um, then JR did says... What, did you hear what JR said? Well, I'm a, let me see if this is it and you tell me. I don't have a timestamp, but JR says, Taylor spent a lot of time on the Bruise Cruise with the Dangerous Alliance and was getting friendly with them. I oh. bet he was because those guys seem like the type of guys that would have been doing a lot of bruising. Yeah. What's that mean? Well, if we're rhyming shit, there was probably a gangbang on the Bruce Cruise. Oh, come <laughs> on. Mm. Bruh. Imagine you think, them, re you think them wrestlers would be in good Christian athletes on that Bruce Cruise? We've talked about this a million times. Imagine many... being like a real fan, like, hey, can I get y'all? Like, bro, like, leave me alone. I'm trying to fuck, bro. <laughs> get the fuck away from me. That's the first MK Fabe was killed. Yeah. Hopper's like, they're like roaches, these fans. Get them away from me. I'm trying to yeah. get a piece. He's like, remember the time at Star K? We dude, get the fuck away from me. I'm trying to fucking fuck this bitch. Can you, you, can you, you got it. You got any mollies I can put in this broad's drink? <laughs> Come on, Pil Pilman's hey, at the pool. Waters, that shit doesn't count. <laughs> oh no, Pilman, Pilman's on the Pilman's at the pool, right? And some <laughs> some fan who looks like a you know a garanimal. She's, a sweat she's, hog. Yeah, sweat hog is is trying to put the moves on him, and 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 Pilman's talking to some woman who's got a kid at home that he's gonna would love to wink at but there's the kids not on a boat and he's trying to spit some game and run his game with his brute cologne on and he's trying to run off this fan <laughs> yes hey. thanks hopper for the visual you like the bangles <laughs> the bangles you keep saying it like that too well, that's what they are the bangles bangles not bangles how you say it then bangles say it. but you're saying bangles bangles Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals, <laughs> not bangles. Those are two different words. It's the same shit. Okay. <laughs> are you tie. saying are you saying Pam with one M or two? <laughs> uh Doc, any other thoughts on Terry Taylor here? 
No, I, it caught me that he was been on the bruise cruise because oh, he bruise. might need a penicillin shot. Uh, definitely needs. A Can penicillin you imagine shot. being stuck in the middle of the ocean with a bunch of wrestlers? I don't no. want to be, dude. That must. I don't want to <laughs> go on a cruise, period, because you're stuck on a boat with these fucking dipshits, and that's just a regular <laughs> fucking cruise. <laughs> Imagine being stuck on a cruise w- with a bunch of shithead fans that won't leave you the fuck alone. <laughs> I would love to say he's playing heel right now because he's a heel manager for Wildcat and he's a heel yeah. when he's on the commentary. But that's a shoot what he just said. Harper does not want to be around people. I don't mind, like, a few, but like, but when it's just like. Yeah, bro. Uh huh. Yeah, I like Steve it's not, too. It's not ah. not. It's not not that you don't want to be around people. You don't want to be stuck with people that want to talk about shit they want to talk about. It's like it's like you ever watched on like Wild Kingdom on Natural Geographic when they got the male lion and he's got all the little fucking cubs just bothering him and he <laughs> and he runs away to try to get away from him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what it'll be like. Okay, bro. Nature is vicious, bro. If if a if a male lion is trying to, you know, uh, yeah, bro, with they, a female, he will murder the cubs. the cubs. Dude, the thing is, though, all animals are like zebras, gazelles. They all do that shit. A giraffe. They all. All male animals do that, no matter if it's a predator or a fucking zebra. They all do that, bruh. Dude, I follow this page on Instagram called Nature is Metal, and they got all kinds of crazy with this fucking baby zebra and this and this zebra's just beating the shit out of them. I was like, what the fuck is this about? And it's it's the male zebra coming in to make the moves, and he's got to get rid of her fucking kid so that so that he can make his own. So he's killing off the fucking zebra. So maybe Dude, imagine the Enrico Bodie and Caprice just sitting there with their mouth open. Dude, they got one video where it's a zebra holding the baby zebra's head under fucking water, trying to fucking drown it. I'm like, Jeez. Jesus, because because normally, like. You feel sorry for the zebra when the lions all jumping on. After that, I was like, "Dude, you a fucking dick, bro." I hope the lions fucking <laughs> eat your fucking ass. And Mark Briscoe, <laughs> and Mark Briscoe with a headlock takeover. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. Ah. Oh. Man, nature is nature's so wild. What I learned is is that zebras need Jesus. Well, they all like gazelles, giraffe. They all do that shit. It, it's just the guy get just, rid of the the fucking youth from the previous fucking owner. <laughs> I was watching it one time, and when I say this male lion mauled these cubs, yeah, I, I, I was I, I was like, Jesus! I mean, it it was rough to watch, but it's nature, yeah. so it's like, like because you, you, you know little, what's messed up is that as soon as that happens. The female automatically uh, uh, gets uh, what do you call it? Re- like she's she's ready to reproduce. It just happens. She gets moist in the genes. Yeah, Ooh. they said they said as soon as a, a, a female loses their young, boom, they're ready to reproduce right then and there. This male 
lion maul these three cubs. I mean, yeah. it was the vicious. The mama can't do anything about it because I mean, what the fuck is she gonna do? Yeah, get ready for the next round of yeah. I mean, okay, much. of Pillman winking, right? Yeah, I got it. Let's just let's see. We so what you're saying is is that Brian Pillman is an evolved species for just winking at the kid. He just yeah. instead yeah. of going over to the crib with a club, right? Uh, He's one of the good uh, tigers. We need to get back to bangles. He's one of the good bangles. Yeah. Getting back to wrestling, the Patriots and Brian Pillman. Oh, and PN News. We got eight man action here versus the Young Pistols and Ricky Morton and Tommy Rich. Doc, I hate eight man tags thrown together like this. So please defend this before I just tell people what the results are. My first note was eight men suck. Uh, but at the open, I was thinking Tracy and Pillman were standing there. Tracy's like, hey, look, brother, ain't nothing but space between us right now. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing between us but time and opportunity or space and opportunity. Yeah, I, I'm going to show you how the cow eats the cabbage. Um, yeah, this right. is one of those like house show matches they would throw together because someone didn't make it or something. Captain's match. Yeah, something. Well, I, yeah. my next note was that the crowd likes this more than I do. This is yeah, like they were into it, but I mean, that's uh, a kid. I mean, back to you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at him. all those wrestlers. Yeah, look at them all. Well, the way this thing finally wraps on up is, um, we gonna get a old firebreaker chip here. He gonna make the hot tag to Pillman. Pillman is in there tearing things up. Eight guys in the ring. Lots of shenanigans. Chip ends up being a legal man. I'm not sure how the ref could see that. Armstrong hits a crossbody on Chip, but Chip rolls through and pins Armstrong. Like Doc said, the crowd was into it, but I cannot stand eight-man bullcrap. It is the absolute worst. Um, so it is what it is, but again, I mean, really, six-man is hard other than, like, if you've got a really good six-man few going, like the Freebirds and the Von Erics. And even then, they weren't doing six-mans every week. No, they did every the, combination. Big, big I mean, even if you saw the horseman in a tag like that, you'd be like, come on, bro. Yeah, especially when you had one of them no, was like the, the wet them out the war games. That's different. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's a whole different animal. And when war games are set up right, it's good. Like the, the war games that the, that's going to happen next year with the Dangerous Alliance. That shit, but it ain't just good because it's. We say it's good. It has to be good. Yeah. All right. So on that note, Doc, we keep moving. Jim Ross throws us to Japan. Mm. We're going back to Japan again for uh, a match between Jushin Thunder Liger and Chris Benoit. Okay, now this we was need taped. To talk, we need to set this up. Well, this was. I was gonna say it was taped. October 18th, 1991 in Hiroshima, Japan at the Sun Plaza. Now, go ahead. Wait, uh, where, where was it? Uh, what city? Hiroshima, Japan at the Sun Plaza. What, what city? Hiroshima, Hiroshima. I mean, it's said built multiple back? ways. <laughs> That's nice. Sir, it's been 50 years since the bomb was dropped almost at this point. What, what, are, you, Hir- what are you trying to get at? Yeah, it's uh, Hiroshima. Okay. That's really um, Enola Gay. Do you know what? Bomb, do you know what they called him, Doc? You know what Fat Man and Little Boy is? Oh what? no! Yeah. Okay. See, he doesn't know that Hopper. I do. Oh. So he don't. He don't. He has no clue what I'm talking about, Hopper. He has no clue. He has no clue what Fat Man and Little Boy are. But he wants to correct me on the the 
how the name is pronounced. He's still I, not answering, Mister Noah. I don't Mr. Care PhD. how you pronounced it. But you had to stop me to correct me. Now, can you get to the wrestling here before you piss me no, off? I was trying to see where it was. Liger and Benoit, what do you have, Doc? Let's just say, get it out of the way. Because we're going to have this in upcoming years. Oh, yeah. Benoit is a garbage human, a monster, rotting and burning in hell for the murder of his wife and son, and that there is no redeemable quality about him as a human other than he was a tremendous professional wrestler. And that's so it. We're going to try to separate the two where it makes sense and talk about this wrestling match with him as if we didn't know what's going to happen later. Um, first of all, this opening sequence, he looks just like dynamite. You mean the way his appearance or the way he's moving or the way he all moves and his build? He really does a lot. And again, it's not HD TV, so it really, the graininess can help fool you too. But Benoit was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And I'm telling you, he's a he's a piece of shit, horrible, no forgiveness, not making not giving him a pass. I'm just saying. And I like how these are the light heavyweights and they start out on the map. Mm-hmm. They're working, they're wrestling. This is a hell of a wrestle. Seven stars because it's in Japan. Yeah, when I say JR throws to it, it's not like a two minute clip. They go for like they show the match. Yeah, it's like what twelve minutes, easily. Maybe a little longer to be honest with you. They went so, for a while. The question is: Are we allowed to enjoy this? I mean, yeah, man. You just you just, you just watch it as a wrestling match. Uh, here's the thing: I, 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 as I say that, I realize there are some people who can't separate who who not, yeah. not only can't they don't want to separate the two, and they just say, "I don't want to see this man shit," and I I respect that. If that's That's how you feel. Yeah, I respect that. that. that, That's an acceptable answer on the spectrum. But as a wrestler, I think you nailed it. He was a hell of a wrestler. This is a good match. He was really good in the ring. There was nothing he did that... I mean, everything he did was believable. I mean, because you don't remember when... This is not Benoit's heyday. By the time Benoit hits his mainstream heyday, we're like... You know, we're adults. And this dude had me like, man, that's an intense wrestler. So that's if you right. can if you can make me feel like that as a, you know, 21, 22, 23-year-old, you got something. Because at that point, I'm not scared of, you know, wrestlers anymore. I look at some of them and go, oh, God, that guy's just a schlub. I never said that about Benoit in the ring. He was just very intense always. That's right. He looked like he was always killing you. He looked like he was hurting himself with them damn headbutts. Off the top rope. Yeah. Um, 56-14 looks painful. All right. Let's see what we got here. 56-10. Oh, when, when, um, yeah, when Liger's uh, got it. I don't know what the hell that move is. Become a patron. The, <laughs> you owe me trans, motherfucker. Old. That's something He's, a big brother would put a little brother in <clears throat> in the living room to teach him a lesson. Yeah, yeah say uncle. Say uncle. Nintendo controller. We was playing it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you ever leave yeah. your Nintendo on and some because you 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 wanted to come back to the game and be at that same spot and somebody turn it off? And off? Oh God, bro, is that crazy? Because you because you, you couldn't save it. You could. like fucking Mega Man, bro? I just bought Mega Man. 11 for the switch it came out a couple years ago it looks badass it's like a fucking cartoon i'm playing and it's so fucking hard where i'm like fuck this shit bro i can't believe i used to just sit here for hours just being fucking tortured myself dying over and over (laughs) and over again all right caprice what do we have in the ring here well then why just slam liger <laughs> That's gonna be the new thing. Um, what else you got from this one, Doc? Man, the snap suplexes are always on point from from Benoit. The way he runs people in the ropes, just these guys don't wrestle like like heavyweights. They're wrestling. They're wrestling big, yeah. especially Benoit. I don't get. why we had to put these guys in some sort of box that was not, that was less than that's stupid. You mean the light heavyweight? Box? I don't like watching him do the headbutt right now. Cause no, I don't, I don't either. That's hard. But, um, here's a question I had for y'all. Does the audience in 1991 back home in WCW like watching this? Mm, I think so. You think so? Yeah. Well, they lost Flair, and they still think they're wrestling, and I think that's there's some truth to that. But they've also catered to the trucker norm and the oh god, Ken News and the Hammer, and those people don't want to see this. He did a Frankensteiner on him. That's just Hammer Tom. I don't know why you're saying they don't want to see this though. I said, do they? Oh. I think they do. I mean, I see what you're saying because you're thinking like, oh, you know, they they lost flair, and but I don't know, man. This is um to me like when you watch this, it's an injection of something different. I agree. Like I and think I and this I, was a hell of a match. Yeah, I think I think when you're an old wrestling fan, you see something different. You're like, because I mean, we just saw Benoit hit that pile driver, and then he did the diving headbutt, which I agree, it, it's hard to watch that when you know his history. And then you see the the Frankensteiner. It's like, and it's like a snap Frankensteiner. It's different the way Liger did it. Yeah, I mean, it just is different. And then it's that whole thing of we're seeing something from Japan, man. We we didn't get to see that. That was like, ooh, shit, you know. Well, and it wasn't just two Japanese guys. The bringing in the the Canadian or the the you know, it, it, it that makes it more familiar for the for the audience back home. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. All right, any other thoughts on Benoit and Liger? Well, the other thing I would say is, oh, wait a minute. I don't yeah. want, a lot of these guys that wrestle Benoit probably don't want to have their legacy erased as well. You know, oh, that's you mean their like their stuff too? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true, huh? I, yeah, I didn't that's... think about that because they're associated with them. So, yeah. I mean, look, everything in life ain't fair, but there's a point there where it's like with somebody – if somebody tells you, let's say a wrestler was like, man, I had my best matches against Benoit. And then they'll, they can cite a match. You know, back in 1994, I wrestled Benoit, blah, 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 blah. 
I mean, who are we to say, well, you shouldn't feel that way? I mean, just because Benoit is a horrible human and being, you, I'm just, you, I'm you just. You singing some Led Zeppelin songs? Because they were banging 14-year-olds. No, they weren't. Well, I'm going to tell you a conversation that happened in this house the other day. They were talking about oh, R. No. Kelly. They were talking about R. Kelly. And and um, somebody said, I can't listen to it. And the other person was like, I can, you know, throw that out and listen to the performer. And the other yeah, person was like, closet, motherfucker. And the other person was like, I can't do that. And I, I mean, You're nobody's like, wrong you there. To it, but I, I got to piss on you while you listen to it. <laughs> Y'all can't take that serious, man. Well, just remember the Chappelle what? show where he was R. Kelly. I want yeah. to piss on you. It's ridiculous. All right. Any other thoughts on uh, Liger there, Doc? Or can we keep moving? That was great. Well, the next match, boy, this is going to be a great one. We got the Diamond Exchange is what they're being called. Scott Hall and Diamond Dallas Page versus Chris Sullivan and Brian Lee. He's not prime time right here. <laughs> we got What's a Diamond that, wait, Doll. Who's that? Ronda? We got a Diamond Doll with a... DDP, she's of age. Definitely. How would you describe her, Harper? Uh, oh God! Cookie cutter, a cookie cutter blonde that you, you know. <laughs> Did she smoke cigarettes? Yes. Okay. Fuck, probably everybody in his rig fucking smoked back then. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen ninety one, Doc. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was about look to look at this asshole. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which one are we talking about here? Bruh. Are we talking about Brian Lee? Him to the side, like, okay, you're bald, and now it's too late to start growing your fucking hair long. He's talking about somebody named Chris Sullivan, who's the other Chris enhancement Sullivan. talent. He's got the Paul Heyman before Bam. Heyman cut his hair off or cut the ponytail off all the way. He looks like the pervert fuck at the arcade. That's like, hey. You like Miss Pac-Man too? Hey, Jesus! All right, Doc. Any thoughts on this match? Oof. I just wanted to know where the blonde girl danced at. Mm. Uh, um, there's three guys that look like wrestlers in this match. Then there's yeah. this other fella. This guy looks like he's yeah. That's you know he bumps fine. Yeah, well, he just doesn't have a he doesn't look. He yeah, just so doesn't have you. a look. <laughs> wow, that's nice. That that's, that's fucked up. That's classy. <laughs> you ever um, seen Harper take a bump? He's talking about me. <laughs> that's an. Hey, awful we got mo- the first Smoky Mountain Wrestling Champion in this ring. That's a great point. He was the first Smoky Mountain Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, and he is in this tag match. He survived a grueling tournament to get it. Well, this yep. was ninety-one, right? We're still in yeah. ninety-one. So, the, so the, that was what two years later, a year. No, no, it's it's less than a year from this time. Oh, that that's was during true. The, like I was in the summer of um, Yeah, I was in the summer of '92, I think. Then he played or football maybe in Florida. Florida. I think I remember him saying that Bob Cottle. I don't know. He was in Memphis before this. 
Six foot eight, you ain't ready for prime time. Boy, he used to say that. I'm six foot eight. I'm whatever, however tall he is. Um, anyway, the the stud diamond stud is gonna deliver a lariat, and then diamond stud hits the diamond death drop for the win, and um, that's it. Doc, any other thoughts on this? Well, DDP got the pin, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, maybe I wrote, took a, a note wrong. Sounds good. DDP's green, but he's better than Hammer. Uh, I yeah, you think? Just a little. He's got a better look. He doesn't. I don't know how to describe DDP because I didn't. I wouldn't describe his hairdo as like hair metal, but it is long and not long, but it's mid range and a little frizzy. Yeah, West West long, bro. But it, but it's not it's not it's not is it's not ridiculous like Van Hammer right now. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Oh, yeah. So be that it. Was a little but Harper, apart. we got a gym for you coming up in this next match. What the shit? Is Big this? Josh is taking on a gentleman by the name of Jim Klont. I think I'm saying. Who that is right. this guy? Look at this freaking dude. He's got a top Harper. hat, suit with tails. Watch when they show him. I'm going to pause it. JR says he looks like Carlton the doorman. JR's even. <laughs> bro, you know it's bad when JR's pissing on your gimmick. But this is bad. Come on, let's get to it. It's a big Josh is uh, coming to the ring. You see him, is Harper? Is he a jobber or is he a. Oh my God. <laughs> He looks like the oh man. He looks like the youth minister at the Baptist Church in Franklin, Tennessee. Mixed in with the WB frog. <laughs> <laughs> There's the oh. WB. Hello, my baby. What's... Hello, my darling. <laughs> What's with the top hat? Why Bro. the fuck? And it's too small, this? like that damn hat Kurt Angle wore that time. <laughs> And then he's messing with Matt Bourne. Matt Bourne's walking around the ring. Like, dude, maybe you need to get some Imagine better him gear. Like in the back, and like, and he's putting all this shit on. They're like, "What are you? What are you doing? It's what I wear the ring." You're like, what? Yeah, I'm the fucking, I'm the dollar store's Chippendale dancer. Bro, what the how, fuck, right? How ridiculous does he look? Like I a, believe he's a magician it. as well. Well, fuck, he needs to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree with that. No. I tell you one thing, he's not going to pull out of his hat a fucking victory. <laughs> Good one. Say that again. See, you see that? I can go all night. <laughs> all right. Um. Doc, I don't really have much from this because it ends kind of quickly. Big Josh is going to hit him with his finisher, and he wins. I mean, they I think they might go a minute, minute and a half. Someone needs to ask Jim Ross if he remembers this guy. Oh, boy. that Yeah. There's no way. How can yeah, he not forget this asshole? <laughs> well, he's in his 70s. And this guy probably wrestled once. Oh, God. This dude's funny looking. Look at Big Josh. That's fucked up. Just standing on him. He's standing on him, dancing on him. That's like Ryan Garvin type 
<laughs> All right. Any other thoughts, Doc? It, it's about the end. We're going to see J- Big Josh hit the finisher and yeah. win. Maybe the, fuck, maybe this match might be on dark side of the ring for Doink the Clown. I, I, I'm glad Harper was here to describe this dude. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I don't, don't. I don't understand why he would do this. Yeah. What's the he's point? got Harper? He had to be. You know the territories are are dying. I mean, there's a couple left at this point. He had to be a guy who was an indie guy, and yeah. that was like his indie gimmick. Well, this is my gimmick. Yeah, and he shows up to to do TV with that. And he would have been just better off with going out there with the tights and the boots and not the hat and the. Because I guarantee, you, if he wouldn't have had the top hat and the suit jacket and the bow tie, we wouldn't have. I mean, we'd have been like, "Oh, look at this skinny dude!" But we, it wouldn't have got the attention we're given right now. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, because the, the, I mean, the, the pants, the tights, the long tights, and the boots don't scream. Look at this jackass! And Put this. <laughs> what do you call that shit? The fray or what? The tassel, like the, the frail, yeah. the fray. Like the, like, the, like the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Right, but it's it's not that bad, is what I'm saying. This no, that's bad. I mean, bro. I mean, I'm that talking about the tights. Oh yeah, the tights is bad. He's got that hat that doesn't fucking fit him. Yeah, it's the it's the hat in the in the jacket and you the know, bow tie yeah. that mess it up. It's like he's a dollar store fantastic. That too. Well, we're gonna keep moving. Only on the clearance rack. We're gonna keep moving because we go back to uh, we go to commercial. Come back. We even got the top ten from Tony Schiavone. Another promo for Starcade '91. They're plugging that now. And then we come back from commercial and we go to Jr. Who uh, he throws the footage of. Listen to this. It's Bobby Eaton and Arn Anderson versus Ricky Steamboat and Dustin Rhodes. This is from Thanksgiving Night at the Yami. This is the clip we saw at the beginning of the show. Uh, we only see the last few minutes of it. And, you know, it's that one camera shot on the floor from the Omni. Uh, Doc, they said this thing went like 45 minutes and we only saw two minutes of it. What did you have from this? Uh, at one point, they sound, they kind of did like the 30. It sounded like the 30 minute call. And then like eight minutes later, they were like, it's a draw. Yeah, and I think I thought I heard Jr. say, you know, it went forty-five minutes to a time limit draw, but you know that that could be a work forty-five minutes, and <laughs> it'll be in thirty-five, really. Um, but yeah, uh, what else did you have? Not much, but this was a good match. Well, they don't, it's rough when you don't see much of it. You know, it's you just don't see anything. The big thing here was. Again, we only see the last few minutes. A long story short on this one, it turns into all four guys fighting in the ring. Um, JR is like, eh, we ran out of time. And again, that's when I heard that, you know, they went to the 45-minute time limit draw. So we only saw the last couple minutes of it. So Steamboat and Dustin, remember, they're the champions. They do retain the belt. Um, but again, time limit draw, and that was that. So no other notes for me. I found the more interesting thing to be not this commercial that I somehow jumped to. Um, I don't know what this is. Oh, it's That's that Casio. Was back then. Oh yeah. Shut up, Pauper. Look at him. With the twisty How you know? in his hair. Yes. Microphone you know? included. Casio. You never used to see me in high school. How you know I dressed like that? I saw you in high school, bro. 
Bro, that that I would wear what that dude has on. I I would wear that back then. Yeah. Yep. I, I I'm afraid to even say it. I sure would. <laughs> we know only only video patrons will, will see what we're talking about here. Let's keep going. Um, we go to let me get past the commercial. So here's what's interesting. This next match, because then you'll be like, what? Um, we got. Dustin Rhodes versus Bobby Eaton here. Dop, let me throw to you. See what you got from this one. 150-48. Oh, shit. I skipped the wrong match. Oh. I went too far. Hold on. Hold on. I, I was about to say, because he went, went like 15 minutes. Yeah, I went too far. The next match they throw to, here's, here's the match that's interesting. They throw the footage of Bobby Eaton and Dustin Rhodes versus Steve Austin and Arn Anderson. And the reason I say this is interesting is because, wait, Bobby Eaton's not a babyface anymore. He's a member of the Dangerous Alliance. Right. But he's tagging with Dustin. Now, what did you? What timestamp did you tell me to go to? No, it's in the next match. I okay. saw the people you had, and I got confused. Yeah, I got confused. I jumped ahead too far. What do you have from this one? We don't see much of this. It's like a minute. No, is this where we get the Eaton turned? Yes. Yeah, so let me go through it. So... Again, Eaton is tagging with Dustin. Eaton hits Austin because uh, they're facing Austin and Arn. Eaton hits Austin with a swinging neckbreaker. And then Eaton goes to tag Dustin. And he just picks him up and hits him with a shoulder breaker. And Austin's like, what are you doing? So then Austin pins Dustin. And JR says, this is when Bobby Eaton turned. And my thought I was. I seen that a month ago. Well, you were talking about not worrying about continuity 45 minutes ago. What the hell happened between now and then, Slappy? Why you right, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, like, why are we seeing this now? Yeah, we should have saw this before the turn. Yeah. Because all we saw was Bobby Eaton come out the tunnel unannounced. Right. It was like, he just decided to take a payoff from Paul. What happened here? He just said, fuck it. Now, also, I want to add, if that was the turn, that was kind of weak. Yep. Well, I mean, how else? Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know, Bobby he, Eaton, I don't know how. Uh, how would you turn him? Where not like that. Sense. You have him put something on him that Ajax couldn't wash off. Oh, come on. Yeah, like, there was no. St- you can tell, like, it feels like this was decided, like, rather quickly, at least for Bobby to be a part of it. Because it happened too quick. He came out of. The clash working babyface, right? And then he's, then he's immediately a member of the Dangerous Alliance, and now they make him a member of the Dangerous Alliance. And then the next week they show the match where he turned, and we see a minute of it, so we don't even know why he turned. I'm just saying, if this should happen nowadays, Doc's favorite podcaster would be screaming "lazy booking." at the top of his lungs. Am I lying, Doc? Probably not. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll keep going. I think it was lazy. Doc, did you? Very. Yeah. Hopper? He agrees. Yes. Very, very, very. We continue. Book it, bitch. Dustin Rhodes is taking on Bobby Eaton now. So now this is, I guess, the rematch since Dustin got turned on, right? So we got to we got to squash some things away here with these two. So they come out and they work a match against each other. Um, 
Medusa is going to come out like as the match is getting underway. Doc, let me go to you. You said you had a timestamp. What do you have? One fifty forty-eight. And what are we looking for here? As a try to I get don't to know. It. You have no idea. Where the well, they're crisscrossing in the ring right here. Oh, the chair. And Bobby Eaton just took that look great. Yeah. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. Dustin's crossing and Eaton like hits him in the knee, and that looked phenomenal. So Dustin's selling the knee on the outside, and then he gets and the here chair. Com- here comes a chair shot to the knee that Bobby just took out. Oh yeah, that's good, good shit, pal. And then one fifty one forty eight. I think Dustin yells out, "God damn!" Like corny, "God damn!" Yeah, God damn. We need the we need the vocals. All right, here it is. Eating out. Working on that knee. Challenging. Yeah, Yeah, he said, oh, God damn. By the way, there were no promos in this episode, y'all. That's the reason I didn't play any. Not one promo. None. Okay. Any other time? It is a clip show. Doc, any other timestamps? No, but they messed Dustin up in this match, which is good. He needs to be. He's the young lion that needs to be some old lions whooping some. You know, we've we've already established the laws of the jungle here tonight. (laughs) Boy, did we. (laughs) Boy, did we. All right. So the finish is we get a double bump. Dustin and Eaton collide and the double bump was beautiful. Like Dustin is a pro at this point. I know he's young, but they, that double bump, they both take just really nice back bumps. Uh, Eaton then ends up splitting the turnbuckles and takes it right in the yam bag. That shit looked like it hurt. Dustin is firing up the what the yam bag, you know, took it in his, Took it in his balls. balls. I mean, you know, it, but put it like this: his balls got mauled like those lion cubs. Oh, bro, that shit balls. is, bro. What's wrong I'm sorry. with you? It's tough to watch, man. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, you see, the way you gotta look at it, it's like this has been going on since fucking bo- eight men. So. Yeah. Why are you trying to get in the way? Yeah, so it's I'm, nothing I'm not. new. It's just new to your eyes. This has been going on for thousands, thousands, thousands of fucking years. Just the same with two tigers and, and fucking woolly mammoths were fucking walking around. Um, back to the show. Um, Ian, Dustin is firing up. Eaton is gonna hit him with a neck breaker, and then he slaps Dustin, and then Easton Eaton is just like toying with Dustin like a cat. At yep. this point, a cat and mouse. Yeah, um, but he but he plays around. You're gonna see here on the video version. He plays around for way too long. He's just playing around, slapping him. So Dustin is gonna reach up. He's gonna cradle Eaton and gets the pin. So he kind of gets his comeuppance after Eaton turned on him. But Zabisco and Arn hit the ring and beat down Dustin after, and a few faces hit the ring and chase the heels off as we go off air. Uh, I guess I'm good with this because Dustin got his, you know. I guess he got his win back. 
is yeah. the words I'm looking for. Even though he did get the boots put to him at the end. Uh, Doc, any closing thoughts? Because that is how the show is going to end. No, I'm trying to watch this hockey game. You're interrupting me. Man, what the hell is going on? Oh, it's on in the background. The stars, the stars give up two goals in like 30 seconds. What the hell is going on? It's three to two. It's on in the background here. Yeah. I looked up and it was they tied it at two two, and I thought they were still celebrating. And they were celebrating the next goal. Yeah, this will work, bro. They're hey man, I didn't skip the whole regular anymore. season to see them choke like this in the playoffs. That's right. Yeah, I didn't stick. To, <laughs> this is this is me and Doc during baseball and hockey. We don't watch nothing during the regular season. <laughs> <laughs> no, we I've been watch. watching the Rangers too, man. I like this baseball. I ain't watching clock. the Rangers, bro. That ain't happening. All right, they got the shot clock in, and it's good. I'm not watching baseball till the playoffs. All right, y'all, we uh, we need to rate this thing, hand out some Rolexes before we do so. Uh, don't forget, become a patron. You can become one at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. If you want to hear Doc and I talk about Cornette, Bob Armstrong, and New Jack possibly going on the Jerry Springer show when it was in its prime, we cut a Patreon episode tonight discussing that before we did this main show. It is on Patreon now at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Plus, you get the ECW shows. Plus, you get the NWA Power shows. Plus, you get all of the clashes and pay-per-views that we've done, which are tons now, at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt, along with the world-class shows as well with Lance and I. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Doc, what are you going to rate this thing? I like this show. And it was two hours long, and that made me fine. mad. But then I got over it. Um, okay. A. Wow, an A. Wow. I'm giving it an A. I'm gonna give it a B. Yeah, what? I get it. I get it a B plus. Lazy. Two hours long. We had the Japanese match. We had Rhodes and Eaton. We had the t- the tag matches. You got to see Rick and uh, Rude and Sting. What's wrong with you? I ain't getting no true, promos. Huh? There was lazy booking in it. I can't get. We got it. We got a gentleman jobber f- with his mint julep. <laughs> we I, had any I, fucking Alka Seltzer commercials. Okay, I'll give, release, huh? I'll give it a B plus. I'll give it a B plus. Okay, I ain't going. I'm giving I ain't going it an A. I had fun. All right, what are you giving it, Hopper? A B plus. Who's getting your Rolex, Doc? <laughs> I was going to troll everybody and just give it to Benoit, but... Um, you see how he thinks, y'all? And y'all think I'm the, the heel? Y'all think I'm the heel. You wow. are the heel. You are the... Wow. You are a stone-cold heel. No, I'm going to give uh, mine to uh, Bobby Eaton. That seems Lots weird, of- but okay. Lots of work in the ring. Lots of strong work in the ring. Like you said, man, those chair shots look good. That He took him down on the crisscross. He turned heel tonight late. Okay. You talked me into it. I wasn't going to go that route, but I see where you're coming from. Harper, who are you giving yours to? I'll give him mine to Bobby when he fucking kicked him in a goddamn knee. Yeah. Right to the yam bag. Yeah, I mean, you That's don't see that wrong. fucking too often. Yeah. Don't ask me what's wrong with me. Harper's talking about zebras drowning baby zebras, and you're asking me what's they wrong with me. They gave up another goal. See? Did they really? So it's four to two now? It's four to two. Jesus Christ. In the first period. 
fucking mud show hockey bullshit. Uh, should have stayed in, in fucking Minnesota. No kidding. Never come down here. Assholes. All right. Well, hey, before we get out of here, quick reminder, Hardbody Hopper is still doing his video shout-outs, life advice, relationship advice. If you want him to cut a promo on your family member, your friend, somebody you hate, somebody you love, he can do all that. He can tell them to go do whatever you want them to go do. If that includes jumping off a bridge, he can tell them to do that in the friendliest way possible, but he doesn't really mean it because it's all the work. You got to email him. Chris Hopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That is Chris Hopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And then PayPal him to CC three zero three eight eight CC at yahoo.com. PayPal him 20 bucks, send him an email, let him know what you want in your video. And that is that. Uh, all right, doc, anything else before we get out of here tonight? Uh, no, no, sure. Nothing. Uh, uh, Am I missing something? No, just asking. Just double checking. You want to make sure you get your flips and dives in and shit. Oh, okay. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. it. No, I think no, I'm good. I'm all flipped and dived out. All right. Hopper, let's roll. Hit the tagline. Book it, bitch. Oh.